0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Tesla has found a neat loophole that gets around states that ban selling cars directly to consumers. It opened a service center near Santa Fe, New Mexico, that sits on tribal land. New Mexico doesn't allow Tesla or any other automaker to sell direct to consumers, but tribal land is considered sovereign territory. Legally speaking... It's not part of the United States, so tribes can make their own laws and regulations. Looks like it's working out for Tesla because it's going to open a second service center on tribal land, this time closer to Albuquerque. Lots of states have tribal lands, and it will be fascinating to see how far Tesla pushes this idea. Okay, this next story is a bit complicated, but stick with me for a minute. The alliance between Renault, Nissan, and Mitsubishi has never really delivered on its promise. All three companies are struggling, and Nissan thinks Renault has too much power in the alliance. Renault owns 43% of Nissan, but Nissan only owns 15% of Renault. Now Nissan wants Renault to sell off enough stock so that both companies own 15% of each other. But then there's the French resistance. The French government which also owns 15% of Renault, likes Renault having the upper hand. And Nissan's stock is down 70% from four years ago, so Renault would take a bath if it sold now. But Renault wants Nissan to invest in its EV spin-off called Ampere. And so, if it wants Nissan to invest, Renault is going to have to sell off a big chunk of the stock that it owns in Nissan. Can the grid handle all the EVs that will be coming to the market? Looks like it might be able to. Bloomberg estimates that there will be 27 million plug-ins, including PHEVs in the world, by the end of this year, and that those EVs will use 60 terawatt hours of electricity. But that will only add 0.2% to the total demand of electricity. Even in a place like Norway, where 20% of vehicles are electric, Electricity demand will be up around 1.4%. Bloomberg estimates BEVs, including trucks and buses, will make up three-quarters of the market by 2040 and increase demand to the grid by only 11 to 15%. There are outliers, of course. California recently asked EV owners not to plug in during peak times during a recent heat wave. But Bloomberg says, the grid will be able to handle EVs. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Renault is following in Tesla's footsteps and will open its own EV charging network in Europe. The chargers will be installed at the automaker's dealerships near highway exits and will also feature dedicated areas where customers can wait while their car is charging. The sites will use a stationary storage system that's capable of charging six vehicles at a time. This will allow the company to avoid having to install new power grid equipment. The first station will open in the next few months in France and Renault plans to install 200 more by mid-2024 in France, Belgium, Italy, and Spain. As automakers bring out more EVs, sales are going to go up. BMW reports that it sold over 52,300 all-electric BMW and Mini models in the third quarter and has sold more than 128,000 in the first nine months of the year. Both of those figures are more than 114% higher than last year. By the end of next year, the BMW Group will double its current BEV lineup to eight vehicles, which will help it meet its goal of having two million fully electric vehicles on the road by the end of 2025. The all new Kia Niro will arrive at dealerships in the US soon, and we just got the chance to get behind the wheel of the new model. As you probably know, This small crossover is available with three different electrified powertrains, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, and as a BEV. Engineers did a good job of keeping the driving experience similar for the different versions, but obviously there are some differences. The pure electric is the most enjoyable to drive. With its punchy torque and near-linear acceleration, we had fun darting around the twisty roads of Southern California. It features a 64.8 kilowatt hour battery pack and a 150 kilowatt electric motor, a setup that provides a 253 mile EPA range. The hybrid and plug-in hybrid are fine to drive, but they're a bit more sluggish than the all-electric model and aren't as responsive. Both models feature a 1.6 liter four-cylinder engine matched to a six-speed dual-clutch transmission but the hybrid comes with a 32 kilowatt electric motor, whereas the plug-in gets a 62 kilowatt one. The hybrid gets an impressive 53 miles to the gallon combined and has a total range of 588 miles. The PHEV has an all-electric range of 33 miles. One drawback for all the models is the Lane Keep Assist technology, which is very noticeable and will tug at the wheel to keep the car centered in the lane. It always seemed to activate a fraction of a second before we return, which takes a bit of getting used to and can be a bit frustrating on the road. Like I mentioned, the Nero will soon arrive at dealers. The hybrid starts at about $27,800, and the plug-in starts at just over $35,000. Both prices include destination charges. But Kia hasn't revealed pricing for the all-electric nero at least not yet. You saw that stunning Wildcat concept car from Buick, didn't you? Well, we've got Bob Boniface, the head of Buick Design, coming on Autoline After Hours this week. Is that Wildcat a sign of things to come from Buick, or was that just a one-off that was designed as clickbait? We want to know, too, and so we invite you to join us this Thursday when we get going live at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. One reason why legacy automakers are struggling to catch Tesla in manufacturing costs is that they continue to use specs that are needed for internal combustion cars but are not needed for EVs. A great example is with the hoses used for the cooling system for the battery pack. CareSoft Global, a company that does vehicle teardowns and competitive benchmarking, says legacy automakers use the same specs on their battery pack That they use for radiator hoses on piston engines so their hoses can withstand up to 21 psi but Tesla's hoses are designed for 5 psi which is all that the system really needs that means the legacy automakers have thicker hoses that are over four pounds heavier and cost $16 more than what Tesla uses CareSoft says legacy automakers need to review their legacy specifications that are not needed in an EV world. When Volkswagen announced it was bringing back the Scout brand and would spin off the operation as a separate company, it really meant as a separate company. Seven executives volunteered to lead the effort to start the Scout company, but that also meant they had to resign from Volkswagen of America. They had to cash in their company 401k savings plan, give up their company health care benefits, and even turn in their company-issued laptops. Three of those execs include Scott Keogh, who is the president and CEO of Scout, Chris Condon, the CFO, and Ryan Decker, the director of strategy. And that's a pretty gutsy move by them. But if they're successful, they will be compensated handsomely. And by the way, we did a video that explains a lot more of what's going on at Scout, and you can find the link to it in today's transcript or in the description box. And if you like this kind of information, which you're not going to find anywhere else, we encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you don't miss any of it. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thank you for tuning in. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. Solutions for your journey. Experience Dolby Atmos. Anywhere, anytime. Intrepid Control Systems. Over-the-air engineering. Boost your game. And by Scheffler. We pioneer motion.